Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Pod Sauce. I'm so excited we have someone in house. It's a real person. It's like real people coming into our <laughs> living room. But we have Jade Watson, founder of Sickbird Productions, host of Rich Friends, Thanks for joining us. Hey guys, excited to be here. So tell us about, number one, your podcast, then we'll get into the production company as a whole because you're just kind of all over the yeah. podcasting space. But uh, tell us about Rich Friends because the way that I kind of describe it is you having conversations with successful people about their industry and maybe how they got there. Is that a pretty accurate description? Yeah, absolutely. So basically the idea behind the podcast is when I was starting my business I really found that like there wasn't a lot of like female uh, mentorship that I had it was a lot of like men in the venture capital space that I like you know really looked up to and I wanted a space for women to be able to talk about like business and issues that they're going through really transparently and get tangible advice so you know I think for me that was the most important thing in starting the show was just to kind of have an open dialogue and space like for you know everyone to connect but having it through the lens of like how do we help other women mm -hmm. and other women feel empowered as business owners so I think that you know we're gonna be doing a lot more with the show come May mm -hmm. so we're gonna really be like relaunching it kind of rebranding it and having it be like on that weekly cadence and really hoping to get like an inside look about like what the struggles are that you go through in running a business and be really um, honest and authentic about that because I think that a lot of people are kind of scared because we live in this world where it's like you know you only see the Instagram reel of people's business journey but you don't really get to peel back the curtain there so really hoping to use the podcast as a forum to kind of peel back that curtain, help people understand the highs and lows of it, um, and just be a little bit more honest in that conversation, and then give other people a platform to share their stories as well. Was the pause in production so that you guys could, you know, pivot in a different direction and just kind of like figure out, you know, uh, where you really want this uh, to go? Yeah, I actually had the feedback from my team personally saying that like rich friends in general felt a little pretentious and mm. they came to me and they were like, Jade, we know you, we know who you are. Let's kind of take a pause and think about a way that we can turn this into something that feels less about like 
money and more about like how do we actually just create a space for people to learn and grow um, and that's why I love my team uh, is because they're very honest and like you know upfront with me when there needs to be a change and mm. when there needs to be something that happens so that's I kind like of that. It's, yeah. it's, so, it's so beautiful that you even say it like that too because you read the byline of what the show is and then you listen to a couple of episodes because this is a podcast discovery show so we're, we're not abreast of you know all the content that's mm-hmm. out there um, and then you listen to the episodes and I can totally see uh, well here you know you are wanting to push it in that direction uh, which will be so beneficial for your listeners because mm-hmm. like you said uh, especially in this day and age and I know um, we'll get to Sigbert Productions uh, in a minute but I know that platform is geared towards getting content creators and you know a, a platform and getting their stuff out there mm-hmm. uh, so much of it though is a highlight reel and I think the richness of life is you know weathering the valleys and the mountaintops totally i completely agree and like to your point about um kind of what we're doing within the like sick bird kind of incubator podcast incubator space is i noticed that there were a ton of amazing creators out there that had major followings on TikTok, but they were not able to monetize long form and they mm-hmm. weren't able to actually go in and really tell their story and you know have their audience get to know them in a deeper way so that was the whole point of creating kind of like the incubator platform was to give those creators that already had large followings a real place for like a podcast where their audience can kind of get to know them further on that same note i listened to the sarah jenkins interview and i thought it was really fascinating so sarah jenkins for people that don't know that name she is a tiktoker an influencer she sorry she didn't like being called a tiktoker a a content creator she is a tiktoker but i i thought her journey because she was at yahoo Mm -hmm. and then they let her go but her story of being let go from this big media company Mm -hmm. and she didn't hold back from any details no. mm. on when they they let her go and it was a really cool look into that transition in her life and like it happened during the pandemic so she had to you know pivot and find something else and TikTok was just kind of blowing up at the time that was a really cool interview and so i know with you focusing more on those content creators you're going to get more interviews like her and i, I thought it was a really cool look into this this world. Yeah, and the thing about Sarah too that I really really love is that she now was able to pick herself up and she's working at like an amazing job at the CBC and she's covering the Olympics. Like she is truly was able to get let go from a position and then move into an amazing other broadcast position where she is now producing literally the Olympic Games shows for CBC, doing an amazing job using TikTok as her side hustle right now that she's continuing to grow, empowering other creators. And just I think the journey of like understanding that success isn't just like this and that there are little bumps along the road, like really helps to normalize that for people. Because, you know, again, like that social media angle, you'll see something where it's like, okay, like Sarah's been working at Yahoo for this amount of time. Oh, now she's at CBC you don't necessarily see the peak here of like, oh, actually she got let go and they did her shift and she was, you know, maybe unemployed for a little bit, went through a hard time. You know, I I don't think people are very transparent about that. Mm. However, when you give them that podcast format and you ask that tough questions and you create like a space for people to be honest, I think, you know, it helps everybody else who are like maybe in a similar situation. And just keeping in that space, Jade, um, because I noticed that you started Rich Friends during the global uh, Ponderosa in, in 2020 uh was the inception of it just 
for a, a different and alternative creative outlet for you or you know was this a necessary means uh, if, if you're comfortable yeah yeah no, no no absolutely so basically the reason why I started it at all is because I just believe that from a high level like conversations like this and conversations with um, people that you admire in the industry are it's a great window to the world and like helps you kind of like understand like different perspectives and I think in the business that we're in of creating content I think being more than like a one-dimensional human being just makes your art better and so that's really kind of where it came from is like okay as someone who's leading a media team and like a production company how do I continue to talk to other creators and other business owners and just continue to you know get better at my craft because if I I think for me if I just stay within my own little bubble and my own little kind of you know my thought patterns and that just kind of is stagnant it gets really stale and then you become a person who's just constantly in the same thought loop and I think that that's a really poor way to live and it's a really poor way to make art um, so for me continuing to pursue interviews and creating content and, and discussing you know different perspectives with people is just to, to me the natural progression of how the media company should should think about things and how as well like myself as a business owner should think about things and the type of content we're, that we're looking to create so it's all kind of parallel and why podcasting why do you personally like podcasting so much a couple of reasons I think Number one, it's a space where there's no like real kind of time limit. You can you can kind of create a longer episode, a shorter episode. I like that it's something that you don't have to go through like a network for approval on. Mm -hmm. um, for me personally, I've I've done content creation <laughs> for other networks. <laughs> Some of us. <laughs> Some of us are held by chains. So we gotta constraints. Blink twice if you need help. Um, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm just fine. We're very. Um, but yeah, I like that it's something that you know we can just create and we can build our own network and we don't have to go to anyone for any sort of approvals on. We can just post content freely, um, which is super exciting. I've been in situations where like you know 90% of my job is is working with clients and making sure we get approvals and making sure that we you know stay within brand guidelines or whatever the goals might be there. But I think that this is a space for us where we can build our own network and actually go in and create content in the way that we see the market moving and the way that we see being most entertaining for people. Because um, we just upload right to like Apple, Spotify, like all the major mm -hmm. podcast distributors. Um, and we don't right now have any sort of person or or client who has like any sort of creative say in what we do so it's just my internal team that helps to make the shows um, and we have a lot of fun like a lot of fun doing it sick bird productions the content that you guys are going to be putting out uh, through that platform will it be curated by the tiktok creators themselves or you know is it kind of going to be like oh we have we want to get into true crime so let's just find someone who's really popular uh, in the TikTok space to kind of like host, will they be placed? Like, what does that look like? Yeah, so the way it works for us is we actually go, you know, creator first. So number one, before anything else, like, do we think this person is interesting? Do we like what they have to say? Do we like the way that they engage with their fans, engage with their audience? And if the answer is yes, like, we'll sometimes go directly to those creators, send them a message, say, hey, this is who we are, we like what you're doing, have you ever considered podcasting? And that's worked out really, really well. We get on in, in like 
introduction calls, and then from there we move into development. Um, and so we iron out, okay, what's the show going to be? Who's your target audience? What's like a natural fit for you? And these people are creative, so like a lot of the time they have great ideas. They come in really polished. It's something that they've most of the time already thought about doing, but just haven't had the resources to execute. So, for example, you know we have things like you know a studio space with like cameras, mics. We can upload the RSS feed for them. We handle like all of the audio engineering, we do the clips, like all of that's kind of done for them with their creative input. So it's just a really nice sort of like incubator space where creators can come and be really obviously creative um, and and focus more on like the hosting and entertainment side rather than like, you know, the other logistics that come with it, such as like the tech, such as, you know, thinking about the admin side of things. The they don't, boring side. Yeah, they don't have to deal with that. Mm -hmm. They come in, they'd be as entertaining as possible, and then we kind of continue from there. And I think like for me as well, Daniel, one of our hosts, actually has like a massive network of other creative friends that he'll bring in and have guests like on the show. So that's kind of done for like that's done for us. Like we have Daniel's like our booking agent in one because he's like, these are just my friends. I can just text them like it's mm -hmm. great. So that's helped to grow the shows. And then um, Kieran Griff are like petty crimes, true crime podcast. Mm -hmm. They're just like fast like they're old friends so they come in and banter and it's just natural and it fits and it flows um and they've had like audience members write in to help like inspire topics so it just really is something that can be you know kind of just like a full circle like serving one-stop shop yeah exactly exactly so, so social media doesn't always translate into podcast downloads yeah. tiktok so following <laughs> doesn't always just because someone has a million followers on tiktok doesn't mean they're going to get mm, a million no. downloads how are you navigating trying to combine tiktokers and podcasting yeah, yeah that's I, good i know you're absolutely right it 100 percent doesn't i think somebody that watches a TikToker for their dancing isn't gonna wanna hear them talk for an hour. That's just not really gonna translate. Um, I think that you know the TikTok creators that we work with are really funny, they can carry a conversation. A lot of them are actually a bit older, so they've been in the entertainment space for a little bit longer and they understand what it's like to have a day job, they understand the hustle, they understand kind of like, you know, you need to be on time for things. You need to follow up with us. Like they're very, very good on the logistics end. They're not just someone who kind of fell into this space and have seen like fast success. They're people who have like been working in entertainment, working in acting, working in stand up, working in the comedy scene for years. And they've actually just been like TikTok is another medium for them to grow. And they found fast success because of five, ten previous years of hustle. So it's not these like we're not really working with the like younger kind of TikTokers that have seen fast success based on like lip syncing and dancing. We're working with more of the like comedian actors, people who have a voice and like something to say. Will uh, the voices on your podcast and your production space be diversified? I know you like to focus on women, which is a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. uh, women of color, LGBTQIA, like what does it look like for you guys? Is there a yeah. overarching goal? Oh yeah, I mean, I think for us, we're just, a naturally diverse company. I never put in like a mandate being like, we need to have like, you know, 50% diversity at the company because we just had that from day one naturally. Mm -hmm. Like our clients, like we work with some of the biggest like black owned media companies in the world. So mm -hmm. for me, it's like, I would never partner with a black owned media company and then hire 
not a POC person to write that content or produce that content or create that content. Say that again, Yeah, Jade. it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm like, why are these white folks no. white for us and they don't know us? No, it's, Talk, Jade. it's just awkward. Mm. And I think that, you know, for me... <laughs> <laughs> like our biggest client is the shade room and mm -hmm. so we Aww. work with them and made three shows for them last year and i said to my team i'm like look hire a black dp mm -hmm. hire a black sound engineer hire black writers mm -hmm. a universal goal across the company is that we don't have any person who's not a person of color writing for another person of color on screen universally like universally that is never going to happen because there's just nuance to it, right? Yeah. Like, and you, you can't do that. It's not a good way to I mean, grow. There's a, a few we'll let through the crack. You know, like Mark Wahlberg can slide through the crack. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a few that's invited to the cooking. Just got Yeah. Not everyone's exempt. But yeah. yeah. But so we, we try to keep that as like just a universal thing for us. Um, but in general, like we just have found ourselves to be like naturally diverse. Um, I think for us, like even in the podcast space, like our petty crimes show, you have a woman as one of the hosts and then like an LGBT black male as the other host. So like, you know, that was just something that like naturally. What's that true crime uh, title? Petty crimes. Petty crimes. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta check it out. Yeah, well, because I'm always here. here for the crime, honey. Yeah. <laughs> and true crime is like, it, I mean, it just charts. dominates. Like, it's so everyone's trying to figure out how to how to do the crime and get away with it. Well, and can I tell you, we have a completely different spin on this one because mm -hmm. what it is is it'll be Kira and Griff get crimes like written into them and oh, so okay. once people write in and they sit there and they deliberate and they decide is this an actual criminal act or is this petty mm, so they go through and so for example like you know someone parks their car in a way that's blocking another person and then they oh that's a felony that's criminal that's what, yes so thank you they have and like, i'm gonna slash your time exactly <laughs> i will be judge jury and executioner <laughs> Yeah. Bang and gavel. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So you guys would be great for the show. 1,000%. Why went to school for law, you know? Oh. <laughs> she has yet to have a show that she doesn't bring that up. So we have hit it. Gotta let them know she's cute and smart, honey. But continue. No, continue. I mean, that, that's just kind of like the premise of the show. And we have a lot of fun recording it. And we, they have a lot of fun kind of going through it. Um, and we get some wild submissions. So excited for that one to continue. So on that same note, give us some more recommendations either of shows that are on your network or shows that you're listening to that may maybe people would like to check out. Yeah, I mean, for me, um, another show on our network is the a podcast called Rebranding, which covers like a ton of different TikTok stars. Um, and we go into like longer form interviews with them, how they started their careers, you know, what they're looking to do in the future, how they're going to like stay relevant in this business, kind of how people are feeling like mental health wise within the industry. Um, so that's really um, kind of good and exciting show that I would say I'm super proud of. Um, it's pretty funny and light and entertaining. Um, Obviously, like, you know, I'm a fan of, like, New York Times The Daily just because I like to, um, you know, have that quick bite-size information, like, about the world. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, a, that's one that I'm a really big fan of, and I like what they're do doing in terms of, like, the journalistic work there. I think it's really admirable. Um, between those two, those are kind of, like, the ones that I would recommend. Jay, this has <laughs> been awesome. Thank you so much for coming in and joining us. Yeah. And for anyone who wants to check out, obviously, any of her shows, we're going to go ahead and put up a link on podsauce.com yeah. um, to, obviously, Rich Friends, but then... We'll the wait for the second rendition of it. When yes. You, yeah, you'll <laughs> let, us know. Yeah. Yeah. let us know. We'll put up a link to Petty Crimes, because yeah. it just feels right. It feels right. It just feels right. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.